Number 13. At the mercy of thought. I will begin with a quote from uh, the Bhagavad Gita, which means the Song of God. The Gita is really the quintessence of the, the Vedic teachings. Um, fascinating thing about the, the, the Gita is that it was uh, Gandhi's favorite work. And Gandhi, of course, was uh, a master of nonviolence. And the Gita is all about why Arjuna must fight, must engage in battle. And Krishna, the divine, is telling him the why of it. So, this is Arjuna speaking to Krishna about how he is tortured by his own mind. And he says, For the mind is restless, turbulent, obstinate, and very strong, O Krishna. And to subdue it is, it seems to me, more difficult than controlling the wind. That's from the Gita, chapter 6, verse 34. Before I found meditation that worked for me, my mind was constantly besieged with thought, as if I were in the center of a swirling chaos of voices, none of them pleasant or even remotely loving and kind, all of them speaking to me in one way or another of my unworthiness to be alive, my unworthiness to be happy, and the whole of them becoming louder and louder and louder over time. No matter what I did, I couldn't find any lasting relief. The only way I could find any reprieve was to run six or eight miles a day or smoke three and a half packs of cigarettes every day. At times I was doing both of these things, running and smoking, though in sequence I never actually smoked while I ran. Now eventually my lungs started to give out, so I had to quit smoking. My knees and my back couldn't take any more running, so I had to stop that. And I realized what I really wanted to do was to just be able to detach my head, just take it off, set it aside. That sounded like heaven to me, to be free of these thoughts, these voices of shame and blame and self-punishment. I was meditating daily, an hour at a time, along with running and smoking. It only helped a little. I couldn't stop thinking in meditation and I couldn't get any distance between myself and the thoughts. And sitting and watching my thoughts as a meditation, which was also a practice I tried, was just like being me except with my eyes closed. Then I learned to meditate in this tradition from the Veda. I immediately had the experience of transcending thought going completely beyond the thoughts racing in my head. My God, it was heaven. I was able to settle into an experience of consciousness other than thought, beyond thought. I was able to begin to know myself as the silence within which the thoughts occurred, rather than as the noise I'd spent my years 
at the mercy of. I might have wept in relief. Now, nearly 20 years later, of course, I can still have irrelevant thoughts. In meditation, outside of meditation, the mind chatters on, but I almost never identify with them. The experience of quiet is here more and more, and becoming the place of self-identification, regardless of how devious, loud, and convincing the thoughts may seem. The more we choose silence over chatter, the more we take our attention off of the thoughts as if they had something to tell us that is new and valid and important bringing our attention back to the center and back to wherever we are, back to whoever we are, back to the silence. The less power the chatter has, and the less at the mercy of the chatter we become, the more we can hear the music of life ringing within the silence, patiently awaiting our attention to show us where we're needed, to show us where we're wanted, to show us where we are meant to be. And when we find where we are needed and wanted and meant to be, that's when life begins to be fun. It's a beautiful life. Today, when I hear the voice of worry and negativity, I will choose to listen instead to the sounds of the wind chimes outside my door, the sounds of the traffic outside my window, the sound of the wind through the trees, the sound of life being lived in the city or in the country, wherever I may find myself. I will listen to anything other than the chattering of my mind. And when I find myself listening to the chatter, I will simply let go and come back to this moment, come back to this experience of the senses, come back to a connectedness through those senses to the world. Thanks for listening to Embracing Bliss. I started this podcast and the book it's based on to offer a daily reminder to myself as well as to you that we have the freedom to choose happiness. And if ever we needed happiness and freedom to choose in this world, now would be that time. So please do share it with someone you love, send it to a friend, and also please stay in touch. Links for Instagram, uh, the book Embracing Bliss, and to sign up for my newsletter can all be found in the show notes. Until next time, have a great day.